Welcome everyone to the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. That's right, I'm back after a two-week hiatus. This is episode 139 and I've got a fantastic interview for you guys today. I have not just one, but four guests from the Kitty Get a Job sketch comedy series. I have Chris Jadala, Michael Daw, Kyle Golden, and Ryan McBride joining me on the show this week. And they talk about how their sketch comedy group kind of came into being, how they met, some of the sketches they've done, and of course, some funny onset stories. But before we get into that, let me tell you about our proud sponsor, Audible. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And without further ado, let's get right into the conversation with the Kitty Get a Job sketch group. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Sitting here with my four very special guests this week from the Kitty Get a Job series, I have Chris. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Danny. We have Kyle. Michael Daw, and Ryan. I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us, man. Awesome. We appreciate you giving us the call, man. Any exposure is great for us, man. No, absolutely. Now, how did you guys? How did you guys meet and start this whole kitty get a job thing? Well, well, um, what a story. I can uh, let's see if I can shorten this up a bit. Um, I guess about a year and a half ago, we started something that we called the writers meeting and we meet once a week um, every Tuesday night and we would just talk about uh, either a sketch or a short film um, and we did this for about six months and just kind of like train the crew we worked on a few small projects and things like that kind of figured out where everyone fit you know try to because the main purpose of the writers meeting was to get people where they wanted to be you know get get crew members where they wanted to be if they wanted to learn how to do sound if they wanted to be an actor a writer or whatever that's how it kind of started and then, uh, yeah, we knew we wanted to attack sketch comedy. We were just kind of, we built our arsenal a bit. We shot about four sketches and uh, got them all done and ready and then started to release them once a month. And uh, we've dedicated ourselves to one sketch a month ever since. Um, but yeah, I don't know. To, to see what it's become now is pretty crazy. It's pretty nuts. We started with like, what, like four people in that room and now we're up to at least eight every yeah, single we meeting. We started with three. Three, really, three, three people. Yeah. Nothing. And, wow. Uh, now we got you know between twelve and fourteen people that show up every single week, um, and help write and create these sketches. And I think that's really a testament to what you guys do. If you start out with just a small number of people and it just you know doubles, triples in size, that that says a lot. For sure. I mean, I think it's uh, this is the the area. Yeah. You know, I mean, anybody who's in the arts in Pensacola knows that like it's not a whole lot of work there. Like you have to make your own work. So um, that's really. One of the reasons that we we started this was to a just you know practice and get better and do the work, and also do work that we wanted to do. It's very limiting sometimes, but um, yeah, it's it's nuts, man. It's become something totally different than I thought it was. It also showcases a lot of the local talent that yeah a lot of people don't know exists here because a lot of people don't put out things like that from around Pensacola. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful thing because really what it's become is 
it's a crew that's constantly training and getting better and we, we work better together than I've, you know, I've never worked with a better crew than what we have in that room. And it's only because we see each other every week. We, we know what we're thinking. We, we know what each other's thinking before they're thinking it. And it's quite something. And now it's like I have the, the, the film production company as well, along with Kitty Get a Job. And now I turn around and hire the people from that room onto the paid set. So it's like it's a pretty cool, you know, kind of trade off. Like now we're actually some some of us are, you know, growing actually like an income from just being a part of this meeting. Yeah. So. It's nuts. Except for Michael Daw. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I've been trying to get three grand a month from this shit for a very long time and I haven't seen a dime. So I only get paid right now for podcast appearances. So. <laughs> and you get paid no, in, pizza. in pizza. Yeah. yeah. Pizza, yeah. And, you get paid and food and water. Doggy dog world. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking water. Drinking water. Not spring water. Not that spring water bullshit. Drinking water. Now, you guys, you know, obviously met up to do this whole kitty get a job thing, but what were your individual backgrounds? Like, I, I know you've done a lot of camera work in the past, Chris, but like, how, how did you guys get into, you know, whether it be acting, whatever you guys do? Like, what are your roles with the kitty get a job set, and how did you decide that you wanted to do that? I think a lot of us. Ass- Assumed, at least early on, a lot of us assumed many different roles. People were just trying to find out where they where they fit. Um, some people came in with an idea of what they wanted to do. I mean, when I first approached Chris about the writers' meeting, I I've been I've been an actor. I went to school for it. Like that's what I want to do. And I just had this idea for like a short film or whatever. And, uh, so that's what I came into it doing. I wanted to write the material. I wanted to write the stuff that I wanted to do. And uh, Chris was more than willing to accommodate that. So that's awesome. Well, me and Chris actually went to the same high school where we were in a program called ITV or broadcast. And we were in charge of making, um, yeah, WPHS Channel 2. Holler. (laughs) Holler at your boy. Um, We were in charge of making all the commercials. for the different things within the school and also promoting the companies that sponsored our school for like prom and stuff so like dresses and tuxedos and all that kind of garbage yeah and um, tuxedo warehouse stuff like that yeah exactly and um i guess that's probably where me and chris started like the root of everything just making silly videos for a high school student body and trying to make our uh, teacher hate everything we did. <laughs> but for some reason still liked it. But isn't that half the fun, though? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's almost all the fun. Yeah, just, to see, <laughs> just to see what you can yeah. get away with yeah. with your teacher. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. this is going to yeah, piss exactly. you off, like, but you're like, oh, yeah. we got to show us the last day. The last, uh, the last commercial I made was for the senior video show where like everybody sends in pictures of themselves or whatever during their high school career. And... Um, in the very last scene of the commercial, I blew up the entire school. So, <laughs> and uh, she, was, she was like, this is great. <laughs> like, we're like, really? You're going to get away with this? Yeah, I made way worse stuff. Like, That's and, crazy. And, and like, she hated it. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Well, maybe on the inside, she was like, yeah, blow up the school. Blow this place yeah, up. I guess so. I got in big trouble for making a video called The Dads, where me and uh, my <laughs> Me and my good friend Mike McDonald played a uh, dads that were getting their son ready for graduation. And she was not happy about it. Back in 2009, 2008, 
that wasn't cool. <laughs> now they now they like get encouraged to do that yeah. for some reason. It's really weird. It's just, just way ahead of your time, Chris, yeah. with the yeah, with the sexuality. Forward. Cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? What about you, Da? What about you? Uh, I've always done acting, mainly. Mainly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mainly theater. Uh, growing up, and then there's a long time as a kid where we like moved to Mississippi, just like nothing in the town Mississippi. And so I couldn't do anything for years. And then I finally moved back and like did uh, like a play in high school and then nothing for like eight years. And then just like four or five years ago, started doing theater again and short films and just going out for whatever I could in the area. And actually that's where I met Kyle was doing uh, Reagan and the Bunny short mm-hmm. film we did last year that Chris worked on as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> D.O.P. 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 And yeah, they told me about the writers' meeting, so I started showing up, and they haven't kicked me out yet. So that's I think a plus. That's good. Can I ask Daw a question? You say sure. you do. You say you do theater. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me or explain why they spell theater T H E A T R E? Do you got anything on that? I don't. I've never heard of anybody spelling it like that. I think you just made that up. Moving on. There's two Sorry. different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it spelled. Next you question, have, please. It really Do you doesn't have a matter. Preference between acting for theater or on film? I like they're both different, but like I play music too, and it's kind of the difference between recording a studio album and then playing a live show. Like the live show is, you're just there. There's like you don't if you fuck up, then you fuck up. Like yeah. you have to keep going, and it's a live thing. You're only gonna see that performance of it one time, and then it's gone. Yeah. But then like the other side of that is. Uh, filming stuff where you have time to like get things perfect and really work on it to get it to be what you want it to be you you can fuck up I like a, that. the beauty of multiple takes is that yeah. you can make as many mistakes you can as you try want. like a million different things after you've said something on stage it's over you have to go to the next thing but when, However, when filming you can try all sorts of different shit that being said though it's like in theater you know you have like probably like at least a month of of rehearsals and preparation you know where you're really getting it down and getting in your body and then film it's kind of like you have to do all of your homework before you show up on set yeah and then hopefully what you've done kind of meshes with their vision so it can be it can be a tricky game to play yeah for sure now you guys all meet together at, at this writer's meeting what was the first sketch you guys did and how did you come up with it the first the first sketch well, first sketch we shot was not the first sketch we put out. No, yeah, the, f- the first sketch we shot, the actual sketch, was uh, called "Strongly Agree," right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was actually, uh, it was, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. I strongly agree with that. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> indeed. Uh, it was written by Kyle here, and um, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. We, we didn't release them in the order that we shot them. But if you watch the sketches in order that we shot them, it is really interesting to see how the crew, you know, gained momentum and, and got more confident on set. You can see it in the productions. They get better and better and better. You know, because it started out, it would, you know, we would have, the, you would have the crew, we'd all show up, and then it was kind of me and maybe one other guy setting everything up. And now, I, you know, I show up on set, and the crew, the set is being built around me, and it's, and it's nuts. I can focus on... You know, whatever I'm doing, I focus on the actors, I focus on the shots, and it is nuts. Um, but you can you can actually see the progression in the sketches for sure, from sketch to sketch. 
Well, yeah, strongly agree. We also did a, a Doritos commercial with the Super OG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back we did. In the, back in the day. That was before strongly agree, but that didn't go as we wanted. <laughs> we got disqualified because we had a gun in the sketch. Why did you guys get disqualified? We had a gun in the sketch, oh. so they disqualified. It was in the rules, but I, I didn't read the rules. <laughs> yeah. No, rules are made to be broken. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Not according to Doritos. No. No. I guess that's frowned upon. Whatever. Yeah. It's a family chip. It's a family chip. chip. They've got that Taco Bell money coming in. Yeah, that's true. People fuck that up with guns. That's true. I wonder if Lay's would have that same rule. No, Lay's is, they're chill as fuck. I can say that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know Lay's, Daw? You and oh, I know Lay's. My dad used to work for Lay's. Just say yeah. the, just say Lay's. Lay's. Bring on chill. Beef jerky and it was Lay's. awesome. Wait, we talking about the chips? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> thought we were talking about a different kind of Lay. My bad. Can you guys shut up for one second and let Derek do the interviews? I'm sorry. No, oh. it's all good. It's okay. all good. Go ahead. I mean, it, honestly, in interviews, I shouldn't have to really do much. It's just you guys talking. So it's oh, all good. Well, obviously, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem doing no, that at all. It's all good. It's all good. You guys did a sketch. There were two that I watched that I really enjoyed. The KGAL Action News segment with the the hot dogs. KGAJ. KGAJ. KGAL. J. J. It's a back. It's close. I don't know why. I don't know why I wrote down L. It's like a backwards L that fell funny. Yeah, something like that. Like originally wrote it to actually like mess up the KGAJ. I think we were going to say like random. Letters like every single time or something. That sketch, that sketch was a happy accident. Every decision we decide to make on yeah. the day it just <laughs> happened to fit into yeah. the joke so perfectly. It was, it was nuts. So, what gave you guys the idea to do the KGAJ sketch? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, back to when we were trying to figure out the name yeah. of the sketch group. Okay. Well, no. What happened? What had happened was what had happened was we, we filmed a sketch. Uh, we filmed a sketch that was. That was no good. It was, <laughs> we didn't like it. So uh, we're like, okay, what can we film in a day and edit in a day? We had have, we had to have something done in like less than a week to meet our one sketch a month minimum. So we're like, okay, we'll do. We'll set up a green screen and, and do a new show. And here we are. That's what we did. Pretty much. And it, it turned out to be, I think, one of our stronger sketches. Yeah, it is. And people we, love that one. We've been sitting on that idea for a long time. We have. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of waiting. Ryan is right. That went back to when we were trying to decide our name, like what we wanted to call ourselves. And we had this huge voting process that spanned like, I don't know, like a month and a half. Yeah. It took like yeah, way took too long. Time. And one of the suggestions was Hot Dogs Live. It came down to Kitty yeah. Gun Job and, and Hot Dogs Live. Yeah, it was yeah. the end of those. That was almost the name of our entire I was robbed. I was show. robbed. Yeah. <laughs> and Pensacola Blonde. None. Well, you got a good sketch out of it. So, yeah. We yeah. So, yeah, we still get something yeah. out of it. But. So, where, where did the Kitty Get a Job name like? Who came up with it? <laughs> well, Chris so like, When I first read it, I was like, I'm not sure what Kitty Get a Job is. And then, you know, I was like, Sorry. sketch comedy group. No, it was, it's, it's <laughs> I, love, you know, I love the logo. I love the little intro and everything yeah. with the, the cat and the yeah. tie and everything. Well, k- kitties are in right now. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows yeah. a good kitty right now. Um, it was also a happy accident. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I, I have been yelling at my cats in my house to get jobs. <laughs> are they... 50 of them. Oh, yeah, I used to have a bunch of cats. I've been yelling at them to get jobs and start paying rent or they have to move out. So anytime they ran into the house, I would yell at them, Kitty, get a job. And I've, I've been doing that for like five years. I've been yelling at my cats to get jobs. 
so I submitted the name, um, Kitty Get a Job, and I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know if I actually thought it was gonna make it to the to the final four. We had four names that we got down to. Hot Dogs Live was one of them. Stop Sign City. Stop yeah. Sign City. Yeah. Kitty Get a Job, and then Small City Crime. Small City Crime. Right. That, that was another. That was another one of mine because Pensacola was just named like the most crime for a small city or yeah. something like top 10 whatever so small city crime i thought would have been fun too but and those cats are still unemployed right those now cats are still, still unemployed. they still don't have jobs i still yell at them to get a job every single day oh wait no hot, hot dogs has a job hot oh yeah hot dogs does hot have, dogs a, have job. Hot dogs has a job we have we have a <laughs> cat job. he works at adventures on he's the mascot, he's the mascot. For, yeah, yeah we we have a, we had a cat named hot dogs but he would, he just, he, he got so old, he would just lay around and pee on himself. <laughs> <laughs> the poor kitty. He was so old. He was so really old. I took him to the vet. And I was like, is there anything wrong with him? They're like, no, nah, he's just old. He's <laughs> <just laughs> old, dude. He's just, <laughs> just like way too old. Well, we got, we got, an, we got, we posted, um, actually, yeah, um, we we uh, posted an inquiry on out on Craigslist. Like anybody want this cat? Like it's he's on himself. He's, he's really old. We, we love hot dogs, but but he's just too old. So <laughs> you just peeing on all our stuff. So uh, yeah, we got these cute old lady came over and uh, they were like, oh yeah, we we they they picked him up and they just loved him. And like he like I don't know I don't know. You pass that piece of shit off to a really old lady? No no no. no. He he now lives at Adventures Unlimited, and they said they were gonna make. Hot dogs, the new mascot lives. of Visions Unlimited. Lives. lives. With quote, quotation. Sure. Are you sure he's still alive? Hot dogs. Is he's, that just look, a story they told you, or did they just go do the right thing and put it down? No. They, that might be they, what happened. No, they, 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 they owned Visions Unlimited. They worked there or something. And uh, they said, yeah, they, they, they still send, send uh, pictures of hot dogs every now and then. And he's just wow. doing his thing, just not moving very much. Do you ever send them pictures of hot dogs? I guess I should. So wieners. So the most unlike the most unlikely candidate did get a job. Hot dogs. If you're out there, I'm sorry. That guy got a job by by if not you're listening, doing anything hot dogs. at all. I'm so sorry for yelling at you so much. I'm so proud of you for getting a job. All of you other cats are actively looking for employment, and the yeah. one cat who's like, nah, dude. If you guys know any places that are hiring kitties, please let us know, because is, enough is enough. Setting an example for cats everywhere. Yeah, they were trying. <laughs> yeah. What was the question? <laughs> Where did a kitty get a job come from? Oh. Yeah. That was the elaborate answer. <laughs> Before we continue this fantastic conversation, I have to remind you that for you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And they have a ton of books to choose from, a ton of genres. If you're a fan of mysteries, they have those. Romance, if you're a gamer, they have books from the Halo series, Gears of War, Mass Effect. If you're a Star Wars fan, they have a ton of Star Wars books. They have the new Thrawn book that just came out. I'm still listening to Star Wars Bloodline, which is fantastic so far. It just has everything. If you're a fan of books and if you're always on the go like I am, Audible is a great service. And to do that, just go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook and 30-day free trial today. Steel Death 2. <laughs> I grew up a huge fan of the, the cheesy 80s action movies. So as soon as I saw what it was going to be about, I'm like, I have to sit down and watch this. I've watched it multiple times, and I absolutely loved it. It's probably my favorite sketch that you guys have done. Oh, stop it. <laughs> How did the idea for that come about? Um, actually, it was um, 
the lead. Well, here's how the, let me give you a. It was Chris. It, it was all Chris. Chris dude, came up with everything. Shut up, dude. Chris got dude, it. Shut up. Jesus. Um, no, um, the, 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 the lead writers were actually, yeah, me, we have, uh, the way it works, we have lead writers on the sketches. So, like, whoever writes the sketch and brings it to the table, those are the lead writers. So, the lead writers on this sketch was actually, it was, it was me and Tyler Simmons, who was actually um, in our writers meeting as well. One of, um, he's our sound technician and, and one of the guys who does lots and lots of writing for the group, does some of the most of the writing for the group. And um, him and I, actually, we were texting back and forth. Uh, I can't mention any names, but I was talking about somebody that I was very unhappy with at the time. And it was the last thing I was going to say. And I was, I was actually texting him running through the last thing I would say to him before I pulled the trigger. And uh, it was a lot of fun. This would be a good sketch idea. So we just kept bouncing ideas back and forth. And then literally like I literally the joke about me rolling into it. This is all done like on a text back and forth. I said, one. I said, what if I rolled into it? Like the whole bit came from this text message. Uh, just going back and forth. And then Tyler put it on paper and, uh, and brought it in. And, and yeah, we went through the, the casting process. And I wasn't assumed to be in it. But I was like, man, I sure hope they let me be in this one. Um, Chris has big arms. Uh, that was a part of the deciding factor. <laughs> That's really what it was. It's just we had to get the two biggest yeah. dudes. Yeah, we, we wanted it. How do you say this? Kidding, I'm like kidding. A total douche nugget. But like no, we we wanted we wanted it to look, um, we wanted the contrast to be there. Like we wanted to see like these these people that could, might actually could pull off an '80s action hero look, and then it flip flops to a comedy before you know it kind of thing. So like that that beginning part, we like we rehearsed for like four days to get this fight scene to look just right uh, between the camera work and and making the punches look like they they I don't learn how to punch. Apparently, I can't punch. Um, and uh, make it look right. So that, like, we really worked really hard on that first 30 seconds, all to make the jokes hopefully land better afterwards. We wanted that stark contrast. Um, anyway. And, you know, you got to remember that this is also an incredibly vain industry. I mean, oh, yeah. we were just, just talking about this. Like, it, it really is. You could walk into a room for an audition, and they're like, oh, you're too tall. Well, you're too short. Like, it happens all the time. And, and it just the, so happens that... Can you hear that, his muscles? He's holding his muscles up to the mic. No, yeah. let me, let me yes. turn the volume up a bit. There, you go. there we go. That's him flexing right now. <laughs> Chris can lift hundreds. That's him only flexing one muscle, too. So don't, don't make him angry. <laughs> oh, God. I wish I brought my earplugs for that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely uh, I I love eighties movies too. So like getting to write it, uh, and then we were I was I was involved in every process of this one, um, just because it was kind of like I don't know this one was kind of my baby. Just because I really, again I loved eighties movies growing up. That was like my thing. We'd make fun of them all the time, and uh, to get to make fun of them and actually have it be recorded was a very special time for me. So, well, they're but, so bad. Like with the dialogue and everything, they're so bad. They're great. Exactly. I mean, you can go watch. I mean, we were literally like very inspired by Con Air, Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. uh, Die Hard, you know, all that yeah. stuff. That's what we were going for. Well, don't knock Die Hard because Die Hard's actually pretty sweet. Dude, don't. <laughs> Samuel Jackson's in that. He's in that series. So. And we also lucked out with an awesome location. I don't know if you noticed the train in the mm-hmm. background as yeah, well. Yeah, the train looked awesome. That was just, we can't. Cost of fortune. <laughs> Cost of fortune, yeah, that's what it was. We hired We, the we told the studio, helicopter or train? You pick. We got the train. Can we say that? Sure, I think we, we I think we could. It's a cool story. So we were while we were shooting that um, towards the end. If, if you've seen, 
if you've seen the sketch, um, you will notice that there is a, a splash of blood. And so we had we had fake blood, and we were trying to make that work. We, we were shooting at a, at a location that um, we really didn't have permission to be shooting at, but we decided, whatever, let's do it anyway. It's going to be great. We, we tried were, to get permission, we, just for yes, the record. Yes, we did, we did. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not to make it sound like guerrilla filmmakers, but, uh, yeah, so I was in charge of of the blood i had to find a way to to throw it onto chris to make it look like somebody's head had exploded and um we so we got that take and it was beautiful we got that we 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 took a couple takes but that was the one that where the blood actually just went everywhere and it just he got drenched in blood and my hands are covered in blood fake fake blood it's not real we didn't we don't like slice up a pig or anything like it's fake blood and um <laughs> It just so happened one one of our crew had to leave. He had to go to work, and um, he comes back, and there's two cops following him, and um, it was so it was a little it was a little scary because a Chris is covered in blood, my hands are covered in blood, and he's very realistic rifle. Yeah, Ryan's holding a very very realistic airsoft rifle, and we have to walk up like, hey, what's up? Oh no, covered in blood. Yeah. Dude, they were really nice too. They talked to us for like twenty minutes, and they were like, "What? You guys do like a sketch show? That's really cool. What's it called?" They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna look you up." It was it was bizarre, but not all right. And then then they did let us film. We had one more scene to film. We actually kind of had to rush. It was kind of lame. Um, and I, I wish we had actually just kept pushing and get got a little more coverage. But they're like, "Oh yeah, you have to leave." Wink, and like it was really they cool. Then they then they left and let us finish our scene. So that was nice of them. Can y'all please tell the part about the uh, PCC student who goes oh. there to get oh, yeah. jobs from his girlfriend? Yeah, every time, tower. every time we had scouted that location, it was barren. There was nobody there. And, and we were like, oh, yeah. we, we've got to prepare for the worst. You know, there's probably some homeless people here. There's probably, yeah. We're probably going to get the cops coming out here. And sure enough, on shoot day, we had a homeless dude walking up to us. We had cops. And we had a couple PCC students trying to... Get you know, get down, study, uh, study, study quote the unquote. Old, the old hat trick, the trifecta. We got it all. Didn't um, didn't we try to give the homeless guy beer, and he said that he didn't like Bud Light. Oh, he didn't oh, yeah. drink. He said he didn't drink. Oh, he didn't he drink. was sober. He was uh, like, no, but I'll bad. take a water. I didn't mean to assume, yeah. dude. I'll have um, a Lacroix. Yeah. Do you, have any little, <laughs> you guys have any duels? <laughs> no. We had the little boy walked up to us and said, "Oh yeah, we I come here to study sometimes, uh, with my girlfriend." I said, "Oh okay, cool." And then ten minutes later, he's like. No, nah, I, I come here because I can't touch my girlfriend at school. I was like, <laughs> he's like oh. hefting this this <laughs> this nasty like old couch up this like stairwell. It's like it we're trying to shoot, and it's like, poof, poof, poof. don't so tell like, me all right. pass her. <laughs> Then she yeah. showed up. She showed up. Oh, and she got in trouble with the cops too, so she left. He stayed he up there. Home. He never came back down. Oh wait, he Props was there him. when the cops came. Yeah, he's he just up there like, oh, he was like, I get kicked out. Promise keepers. Nah, yeah, he better like them sitting there just like a rager and he's like, oh, I can't come down with the cops right now. They're going to think I have a gun in my pants. Funniest story you guys have from the set of one of your sketches. Uh, might have been. It. That's that's probably up there. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's. Let me think. Nothing really uh, crazy happened because we were usually like in a. We're usually somewhere that we know. Yeah. On that one, yeah, that that one was definitely our craziest, just because that, that location, which we will not disclose, um, was fantastic and very sketchy. I think the first 
Sketchy. <laughs> Shut up. Um, on that sketch, the first time I yelled John Boy on oh, yeah. set, yeah. everyone lost their mind. I guess no one knew that I was going to yell it like that. And everyone lost their freaking mind. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> the, um, I'd say the Hot Dogs Live is also probably one of our... Yeah. Craziest oh, yeah. that it was um, a one take wonder. it was a one take wonder. We had to get it on that on that take mm-hmm. when Ryan spills yeah. over the, the pot of hot dogs. Spilled boiling water all over my face. It was really cool. And you can all, hear the all the reactions. Like, the are camera. Really they're really very like, genuine. Oh, yeah, he's really burned. <laughs> they're pretty like, concerned. Like, no, I I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was real. I was like, oh man, should I keep rolling? I'm so glad I did. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, yeah, man, I thought I thought we had actually messed up. I was like, oh man, I yeah, just hurt pretty bad. I just burned Ryan. My face. <laughs> we were dumping boiling water. And we, that's what he's there for, though. Yeah, we we wanted to. Man, yeah. that's why he makes three grand a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a day. <laughs> we we, we wanted to see bridge. steam rising out of the pot at at Ryan's expense. So it was a good are. shot. It was a great shot, yeah, and you worked. you stayed in yeah, it too, man. me blowing that's... it out. It was good. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, what, what's your what's your next sketch that you guys have coming out, or can you disclose that? We could talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it a, a little bit. We actually um, we have we have two in the bag right now that are in uh, post production. Um, I, I don't know what what else to, to say. Um, we can we, we can we, talk we, about the inspiration behind them, or like the style we're going sure, for. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, so like for for your fired. We've decided that we feel like our sketches are better when we pick a genre or a style and then mm-hmm. attack it instead of just like, I don't know, two people talking at each other to pick a style or a genre. So your Fired was kind of... Uh, so Wes Anderson inspired the, the style anyway. The, the sketch itself was was a, a separate story, but we decided to go with that sort of Wes Anderson, like locked off, everything's even, bullseye everything's... Yeah, bullseye composition, like... Just down Super to the the, the nitty gritty details of like Owen you know Wilson's in it. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah. He was great. Oh wow, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> His nose is it's Bill huge. Murray. His nose was really in it. depressed yeah. in it with a beard. Bill Murray making a nice cameo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other one is kind of a suspense kind of feel to it, sort of kind of nice, yeah, a little nice. little thriller. And, and I think I think it might be the prettiest sketch we've ever shot. Just the, the lighting was super pretty. We got really lucky with the sun coming in the window and we, we bounced the light and really, really manipulated the light really good for this sketch. And that's something we're getting better at each time. It's good in contrasting because the subject matter of that one is probably the darkest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the prettiest looking. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. It's yeah. Pretty. It's it's pretty funny. Dark, the darkest sketch we've ever done. Yeah. Messed up stuff. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. love it. You're gonna like the way it looks. I also, I'm pretty proud. The like, <laughs> also, the way you look. Yeah, I love the way you look. Yeah, okay. flex yeah. those muscles one more time for me. Sure. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, there we go. Things are Speaking stirring around. It's <laughs> very loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give your bicep a credit in the show description. Yeah. Oh, thanks, dude. That's, that's all lefty over here, old South Pole. <laughs> lefty, whole <laughs> South Pole. How many ones can that lift? At least a hundred. Confirmed. <laughs> I've seen him do it, dude. I've seen him do it. I, I think I've seen you do more than one hundred. Man, I don't want to. It's like no comment. <laughs> That's no how comments. meeting is. We I get there and he's like, "Oh, y'all are here early." He's just doing push-ups. Two thousand and one. Two I'm sorry, I didn't see you guys. Oh, there. Was <laughs> all right, guys. I didn't know you were coming over today for the meeting. Was it Tuesday already? Oh, oh dude, man. Dude. Y'all grab a spring water and just watch. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, do you guys have any social media that you'd like to plug so the listeners can follow you? For sure. Tommy um, Lauren. No. Uh. <laughs> Funnier than anything we could ever come up with. Very true. No. Very you true. Want plugger? Well, he's shaking his head. No. No. Oh. no I've, uh, it's, she broke the threshold. It'd be really angry. The threshold of yeah. what? Just hearing. She might that. actually just kick your ass. <laughs> She might just be critiquing you the entire time ago. She's like, oh, really? So you feel like your white privilege dick gets to come into this white privilege pussy. Michael Sorry. Dahl, maybe Jesus don't Christ. forget to pull it out sometime with your white privilege. Oh, man. We are going to hell. Um, cool, but guys. to answer your question, yeah. yes, we do have social media that we would like to plug. You can, oh, you can, find, a, you can find us on Facebook at Kitty Get a Job. Um, as well as YouTube, you can just search "Kitty Get a Job" and Instagram, Instagram as well. If you just type in "Kitty Get a Job," <laughs> yeah, literally, if you just type in "Kitty Get a Job" in Google, we're, we're the first thing that pops up. Yeah, we're the much. only only thing that's ever been stupid enough to name anything that. So yeah. <laughs> here we are. Makes or it stand out though. Uh, yeah, or geniuses. Yeah. No. <laughs> Last no. question: What does "Kitty Get a Job" mean to you? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Gotta save the, the heavy ones for last. I mean, I. So you guys aren't all looking at me. Want me to? Want me to talk? You yeah, you're yeah, you yeah, go first, you're, dude. You're cry? You go first. I might cry, man. Um, don't worry, your biceps can can wipe your tears away. <laughs> um, really, what what the writers' meeting and Kitty get a job has become uh, is something very very special to me. I mean, uh, Somebody click it off. The, yeah, click, oh, click oh, me yeah. off, baby. Click me off. Um, yeah, really what Kitty Get a Job and um, the writer's meeting has become is quite amazing. I mean, I can't uh, – it's something that I look forward to every single week, and I, and I hear it from people in the room as well. I get that. I mean, just, just talking to people after the sketch on, on Saturday. It's just something that, like, I, I just can't believe what it has become. And, and watching people grow and, and get better at what they love at doing or love doing is – is um, incredibly satisfying for me, and and, I, and the fact that I even that I get to get back to them in little ways, even financially, or just you know, someone wrote something and it would never have been shot unless they were in this room with us, and you know, being able to make that happen for them and watching ideas come to life. I mean, it's it is extremely special to me, and I do not take for granted, um, you know, the, the opportunities that have been presented to us uh, in, in that room. I'm, I'm incredibly humbled to be a part of bunch of people who just want to be there and, and it's so cool to see that the passion these people have i mean to, to to watch them remember why this is what they love and that's something that that's really important to me um but i don't know i mean i i, I valued um loyalty over talent and that's not to say that these guys aren't talented but they are incredibly talented but i, I value that their their passion and their loyalty to the group first and i think that was important and now they are far more talented than anyone i've ever i've ever worked with um, and, and, and it's just, just getting better and better every single time. I mean, it's, it is, it is something that I act, truly love is, is that writer's meeting and this crew and, and what we're able to do together. I mean, uh, it's, I, it, it's, it's going to be, it, it's, it, it's going to, it's a really special thing. And, and, I, and we have, we have a lot of op opportunities coming for us, um, between sketches and work and, you know, I, I can get a phone call any day that that could that could change the change the game for us, and and we'll be ready for that phone call. You know, and I have every I believe that with every bit of me. So, send, 
son. <laughs> dad, dad, is that you? Dad. <laughs> you won. You won, dad. You won. But no, yeah, it's it's, it's cool, man. Uh, I, ca- I cannot express, obviously, how much it, it means to me in a very concise manner because it's um, it's it's crazy. It's so it's so great. I love these guys. No, no homo. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what what more to say than than that. I mean, this is what we love doing, and you it, you can't. You know, the cliche is like you can't wait around for things to happen. You just got to make it happen. So that's mm-hmm. what we're doing. You know, we, we want to do what we love, even if we're not getting paid for it. We just love doing it. So, I've never been on a crew. We we can have so much fun on set and then get this these quality projects out, and it's like they're just getting better and better. Um, obviously, we know where where we're weak and we're working on it and things like that. But like we have so much fun on set, and then we put out these quality projects. And I've worked on some crappy sets and been. People talking down to me, people talking down to each other, and that's just not how we operate. You know, we, I do, I, my very hardest never to make anyone feel like they are less than anyone next to them. We don't talk down to each other. If you don't know how to do something, we'll show you, and that's so important. And that's such an important vibe in our set. We, I would almost put the vibe and how the set feels above the quality, almost. But like it is, it is the very equal. Like you've got to love, and you got to love it. You got to be feeling it and vibing out with each other if not then it's it's just not not the place to be i think people who are pursuing a a a career in this industry in the arts don't don't fully understand how collaborative it really is and how small it the the, this industry really is you know whoever knows who and whatever but it really is a collaborative thing the more the more you can get along with everybody the the more work you're going to get the more you're going to get paid the more fun you're going to have if you're a stickler it's just you're not going to have any fun. I think that is that is the best part is that we all, you know, hang out and we all get along and we get to, <laughs> thank you, and we all, you know, have these stupid ideas and whatever comes to our head, we get to say it and then bring it to life or they say, oh, no, dude, that's garbage, but we're still, you know, it's cool. And then we go on set and we fuck around, but we're still pretty efficient you know and we crank out these badass videos and it's it's like fun the entire time like it's not serious at all like and never feel it is but it never feels serious like around all these guys yeah yeah people we've taken people in the room in the room have taken ownership of of this this group you know it is no longer like oh i gotta show up and film this sketch like it is um it is not a, no longer a question. Like people are there to get the job done. There's no weirdness. There's no like, oh man, I, I can't make it or anything like that. Like it, they're they're in it, and like you know, that's, you know, it, it's so cool to see like something. You know, I can tell I've been dreaming up for a long time trying to have a crew where we could actually do stuff and produce stuff together. And to have that, well, that is uh, amazing. It's crazy. But anyway, Dawn, do you have anything you want to? <laughs> no, that pretty much uh, covered it all. This is—it's just the thing that now I look forward to every week. It's like showing up to this meeting and seeing either like the newest cut of the newest sketch we're working on, or pitching new ideas, or it's showing up to shoots. Like, get super excited about that, and it's great. Yeah. Well, we're actually um, letting you go. <laughs> that's weird because thanks for the last sketch you wrote but uh you're fired <laughs> this, this podcast is just to 
fire you publicly. This is her gentle way of letting you down. Public forum. Yeah. All right. All right. You suck. We wish you. It's when the you best. break up with somebody, you do it in public so they can't make a scene. Or on Facebook. and on that note guys thank you very much for taking the time to come by and do the interview it was great thank you for having us thank you man thanks absolutely my thanks again to the guys from the kitty get a job sketch comedy series be sure to follow them on facebook to see all of their sketches and what they'll be doing next next week is going to be a very exciting episode because i'm going to be in orlando for Star Wars Celebration, and I will be doing media coverage for that, hopefully having uh, some great interviews and segments for you guys. I'm not entirely sure who I will have on the show. Um, I just know it will be a Star Wars Celebration-themed episode. So if you want to follow me uh, throughout the week, um, Star Wars Celebration is Thursday through Sunday um, in Orlando, I believe, at the Orange County Convention Center. And I'll be doing all types of Facebook updates, Twitter posts. Um, so if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at D Diamond Podcast. Just search for the Derek Diamond Experience on Facebook. And I'm on Instagram. Just search for at D Diamond Podcast on Instagram. Every week I post a 60-second preview of that week's upcoming podcast and other random pictures as well. I'll be very active this week on social media with Star Wars Celebration. And I believe that does it, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Tuesday. Are you looking for new original music? If so, you should check out my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are very important to this podcast. They're a local indie rock band based right here in Pensacola, Florida, and they supply the theme music that you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. And the song you heard today is D-Rock from their upcoming album, Thundersnow, which will be out very, very soon. But you can check out some of their past music on Bandcamp. Just go over to bandcamp.com and search for the Unicorn Wranglers. And you can find Murder Mystery Night, 95 Flannel, and their EP Atomics for free. That's my favorite four-letter word, free. You can also follow them on social media. They're on Twitter and Instagram at Wranglers. Search for the Unicorn Wranglers on Facebook. And finally, be sure to check out their website, unicornwranglers.com.